Good morning. Waking you up every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. I wonder how many people on Super Bowl Sunday get up, go buy like a souped up television mm-hmm. just to watch the game. And then today we'll be packaging that bad boy back up and returning it. I don't think people do that anymore. TVs are, have come down in price so much. Yeah. You know, people used to do that when it would cost you six grand to get like a plasma right, screen. Yeah. Now at, you know, Costco, they're $400. I think I know one. <laughs> Bundes is saying that because we're doing that. Today. You did that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Actually, you have a TV in your house. I have a TV in my house, but we're talking about the bar at the oh, bar last night. Did you throw a little unofficial Super Bowl party? Yeah. Exactly. You needed a big screen? We needed a screen for the Super Bowl. You bought a TV that you plan to return? Today, yes. <laughs> yeah, Matt, my husband went, bought a television, 55-inch, okay. nice flat one. Yeah. Yep, set it up in the bar so we could be a sports bar for a quick second, and now yeah. he's going to return it today. How did you like the sports bar vibe? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Hated it. Hated it. The uh, glow from the screen, you know, it yeah. just makes everyone look hideous. Yeah. You know what's crazy? <laughs> what? Is that that's the glow. I, we have that same glow in our bedroom at night. My really? wife puts on, uh, like, CP24 right. on mute and when we go to sleep. all night? Well, she falls asleep with it on. So I walk in, and that's the glow in our room pretty much all the time. The blue light of death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not a nice, warm glow. Do they let you return the TV? Like, don't they have, like, a Super Bowl provision to make sure this doesn't happen? (laughs) What, you think there's a rule? Well, it's like a blackout period. (laughs) They should have one. Well, that's what I wonder. I'm wondering if anyone else is doing this. Bought a TV to soup up their kind of home theater for and then, one night. For one night, and then they return oh. it because return policies are pretty good. If you get it at the right place, I hope you didn't get it at a place where it's like store credit. Oh god! Then you got to go buy a handy cam after whatever else they sell these days. I don't even know. What the hell's a handy cam? Well, a camcorder. Surprising, yeah, exactly. (laughs) They have digital ones people still use today. Right. I don't remember the last time I saw somebody holding a cam. You know what? My eleven-year-old just asked for a handy cam so she can blog with it. Huh. So some people are still using them, I guess. What the hell does she want to blog about? When's the last time I went to an electronics store? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I go to Costco. If it's not for sale there, I order it online usually. Right. If there was a mom and pop place that had good quality stuff, I'd think about going there. Oh, not if you're going to return it, though. Don't do that to a mom and pop place. Oh, no, no, no. Well, they wouldn't let you. It'd probably be store credit. (laughs) Right, yes. And you have to get some, like, RCA cables. Honestly, I wouldn't (laughs) be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) with my husband if it's not... Not, if it's like not a return thing, <laughs> yeah. he can't return it. And now we're stuck <laughs> with an extra TV. With an, a massive, <laughs> brand new 55 inch. 55 isn't massive, top by the way. Of the anymore. Line <laughs> television. Uh, you know? Yeah. Anyone want to buy a 55 inch TV? <laughs> so you're going to, he's going to go in. You're not going to be there. I had that, no part of this. Okay? okay. He just told me he was doing it. I'm like, what? Okay. You should. I hope you bought it at Costco. They don't. They have no questions asked at that place. I when know. You return something. I like that about. You them. could literally buy a jar of spaghetti sauce, eat half of it, bring it back, and say, you know, didn't really like it, <laughs> and they they will do it. They I haven't done it, it back? but they will. Really? Yes. 
Receipt? What if you don't have the receipt? If you have your card, they can track the purchase that oh. way. You don't even need the receipt. Amazing. Yeah. Tom just sent us a text yeah. at one 800 He's offering me 200 bucks for the TV. <laughs> 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 I'll All let right. you know, Tom. I'll let you know. It might be on <laughs> sale tomorrow for you, Tom. It might. Might go to the highest bidder. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we want you to tell us about that time that you bought something with really the sole purpose of returning it right after you used it once. <laughs> Mora is in the process of returning a television that they bought for Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Won't say the name of the place. I'm pretty sure that this must happen oh, all yeah. the time. People like soup up their home entertainment system for Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And now you're like, what the hell am I doing with this large television? I don't need this. It's crushing vibes. The light yeah, from yeah. it. The light from it is so intense that everyone in the room looks hideous when it's on. Yeah. You know? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I've never really bought something with the sole purpose of returning it, but I did buy a massive family size tent once mm-hmm. and I wasn't satisfied with the way it performed in the first weekend I used it. It, and so I returned it the following week. Really? And let me tell you, they were awfully suspicious yeah? that I was just buying it for the sole purpose of using it once. Just because you're a guy that never goes camping and just needed it for well, one not, camping yeah, trip? Well, I'm sure that's what they were thinking. But yeah. the truth is, is I was setting it up and things were ripping off it. It was like <laughs> garbage. It was just a garbage tent. And it cost like almost $300. You know, we could have our pack and play in there, a queen size bed, another. Like it was a huge family size tent. It was like a glamping. Tent. Yeah, you could put up a divider in between and make rooms. It was so big. Wow. And I was just like, there's no way I'm holding on to this thing if it's garbage. Sounds like it's bigger than Bundus's condo. It could be about the same size. <laughs> Taking shots at me. No, not a shot. No. It was a compliment. <laughs> Thank. It's an extra large tent, Bundus. Anyway, so my condo's an extra large tent. <laughs> if, if you've ever bought something with the sole purpose of returning it after a single use, I'd love to know what it was and how it went down. Yeah. one 800 2464 if you want to uh, call or text. It's so much effort to return something to. Mm. Then there's that awkward moment where they're like, what was wrong with the product? Yeah, and you're like, well, nothing. (laughs) The screen was too clear. (laughs) You're going to say for your TV. I don't know. That's my husband's problem. Okay. Uh, He's going to take it back. I'm always about the path of least resistance. I, I refuse. To, I'll pay full price. I'm like your your wife, full price. Yeah. Dad. I'll always pay full full price to avoid a line or to avoid people. Yeah. I won't return anything. I'll I'll eat it. Yeah. yeah. I just, eat it too. I, I, uh. I just bought these hair products from Aveda, and uh, they're not working on my hair, and I just don't care. I'm not gonna. And they are like one of them is like fifty dollars. I'd bring it back. I'd be like, this is not working for me. Nah. Just like, the cost price of that is probably three dollars. I know for like it's a, just hair too products. much effort to return it. You know, Chantal, are you calling to tell us about that item you used once and returned right after? Yes. However, it wasn't actually me, but I was at Costco and I saw somebody after the Christmas season returning their dried up Christmas tree. No, but it's hilarious. They, wait, their Christmas wreath. Christmas tree, like after the Christmas season, it was dried up and they brought it back to Costco and sure enough, they got their money back. That's insane. I didn't even know Costco sold Christmas trees. Yeah, they sell everything. That's amazing. So what did they say? It didn't perform? It was it dried out too quick? They probably didn't water it? Right. I'm sad though. I can't take the credit for it. Yeah, they'll take anything back. I said it the other day. They'd take half a jar of spaghetti sauce back if you said it it didn't really taste that good. Yeah, they'd probably take used diapers back too. (laughs) Yeah. 
I just got a text from the 416. We bought an electric fireplace from Costco, used it for two years, then returned it. Two years? <laughs> There's got to be a limit. But there I guess, has to be. I guess not. 1-800-953-2464. Uh, Ryan, what's that thing you bought and returned right after using it? So this one's actually, uh, my, my brother brought his new girlfriend over to meet the family. And when I say meet the family, so we're talking a pretty big dinner with grandparents, parents, some aunts and uncles, and I, uh, I brushed up against her and noticed that the, the blouse she was wearing was extremely soft, was really nice looking, and just to put a little bit of context on this, I used to work at a dry cleaner, so when I felt the material, I said, like, what is, what is that blouse made of? Like, it's really nice blouse, really soft, and she didn't know, so I couldn't stop thinking about it, so I said, you know what, I want to just, like, let's check the tags, like, let's see what's that made, I think it's real silk or something nice, and I, I proceeded to end up exposing a very large tag with a price tag from the inside of her blouse because she, in fact, had planned on returning that blouse. Oh. <laughs> so she just bought it for the dinner? She bought it for the dinner to meet the family for the first time. Oh. And you ruined it for her. <laughs> Who insists on seeing a tag? I know, that's like, I feel like it's a Seinfeld episode or something. <laughs> Exactly. I was literally crawling up the, the inside seams, but, um, you know, we still talk about it to this day because it was literally uh, her first introduction, right? So it was a memory that stuck. Well, oh, funny. Hey, thanks a lot yeah. for the story. Yeah, no problem. Take care. <laughs> How about Demi Lovato last night at the Super Bowl singing the national anthem? Can you That's one thing you know for sure you can't lip sync. Really hard to do yeah. that. So that's her. And when I heard this off the top, I thought, wow, she's already singing at this very high register. How's she going to keep this up? Yeah. She's going to have to go higher. But she nailed it. Well, there's two things that are going to happen almost every time you invite a celebrity to do an anthem like this. First of all, it's going to be the longest version of the anthem you've heard all year because these people are like, uh, you know, celebrities. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do the minute and 30 second version. Yeah, they yeah. want to do the two minute version. But already, aren't you impressed? Like, she's getting right yeah, to it. Yeah, but then, you know, she did, every one of them can't. <laughs> Like prevent themselves from doing the bleeding gums Murphy, where they start dragging it out. You know, you got to get all the vocal gymnastics going to show off everything. You know what I mean? It turns into like they're trying out for American Idol and they're trying to give us a little taste of every little bit of vocal abilities they have. Every note they could possibly hit. They got to get right in there. (laughs) But you know. Let's hear this. Let's hear this. Oh. oh, there it is. <laughs> Come on, spit it out. Oh. 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 
ruin it for me, please. I thought she did an amazing job. I just feel bad for the people in the fighter jets who are like, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Slow down. Uh, loop oh my God, we're going to fall from the sky here. She's going to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, now we can go. Made it. Well, I, just thought, in time. I thought she was amazing. And Demi, congratulations, you're going to Hollywood. You made the cut. <laughs> Nice audition there. Pornhub searches were up after the Super Bowl. Who were they up for the most? Shakira? Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez? Mm-hmm. Or Patrick Mahomes? Quarterback, Kansas City. I'm going to have to say uh, everyone was talking about J-Lo, right? Yeah, how amazing she looks. How amazing she looks at age 50. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have to assume that people are looking for J-Lo uh, copycat porn, you know? Or so, where they superimpose her face. I have no idea. On stuff. They you do would, that sometimes. You would know. The deep fakes is what they call it. Yeah, deep fakes. What's a deep A deep fake is when th- a different face is superimposed yeah, like on a body? They, they, it's getting easier and easier to make it look like somebody is doing something that they're not doing. Right. Just by putting their face yeah. on over yeah, but the face. How do face. they get J-Lo's face to make Just from the a movie or whatever? <laughs> she falls down. Right. Makes a weird like, ooh, oh. kind of face. <laughs> you got what you need right there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so. Someone says something that offends her. It's a sex face. Perfect right sex there. face. Well, look offended right now and I'll tell you. Uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend you've just been like punched. Yeah, well, there you go. There, that one that's works. That's a good one. That one works. No, yeah, well, that's exactly. weird. That is so weird. So searches for Jennifer Lopez spiked three hundred and eighty-one percent, but searches for Shakira mm-hmm. surged fourteen hundred and one percent. So actually, everybody was looking up Shakira porn. Those hips don't lie, I guess. Yeah. Shakira. Do you think it had something to do with the tongue wiggle? <laughs> I don't know. I um, People seem to be pretty interested about that. By the way, the searches surged right after the halftime show. Like, <laughs> So people checked out of the in. game for a little bit yeah. and then came back <laughs> yeah. to the game. Yeah, they needed a little reprieve. People were moved by the performance, <laughs> clearly. I guess. Should you date that guy with the fancy car or mm. go with the guy with the beater? You know who's uh, listening to this very closely? Is Professor Bundus yes. over here. He's got a Corvette mm-hmm. that he drives around in the summer, but then he's also got a pretty lame winter car. <laughs> that was exactly what I was going to say. His Pontiac Vibe. Right. Right? He's so, got, well, he's got, so it's really a question of which one he should show up in if he's going to pick somebody up or totally. meet them somewhere where they're going to see his car. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. There is one person who is better than the other, okay? The worst person. Who do you think it is? The person who's driving the fancy car or the person who's driving the beater? (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. Uh, From my personal experience just being on the road, the people that I find the most annoying and the people that are cheating their way and cutting in and doing all that stuff are... Driving fancy cars, BMWs, Audis, okay. you know, that kind of thing. Interesting comments. Yeah, yeah. Men who drive high-status luxury cars like Audis, BMWs, Mercedes, they are more likely to be considered and are a bad person. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
likely to be self-centered, argumentative, <laughs> stubborn, disagreeable, Ooh. and unempathetic because those personality traits are tied to wanting high-status products, my friends. What I found very interesting is the same thing doesn't apply to women driving fancy cars. It only seems to apply to men. So if you have the option to date a woman who drives a high-end car, you don't have to necessarily worry that they're going to be self-centered. But with guys, yeah, you do. So, what factors into your equation as to which car you're going to drive if you're going out on a date? It's July. It's a clear night. You could take your vet or you could take the vibe for a date. Now, if I actually really am interested in this girl and I want her to like me for me, I'll take the vibe on the first date. Oh, oh fun! What? What's but, the other part? What, what would, when would you not yeah. want that? Yeah, when, when would it, you want someone to like you not for you, but for like everything you have in your life? <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. So sometimes you meet somebody and you know that it's not going anywhere. Oh, okay. So you bring so out you, the Corvette? Yeah, you bring out the Corvette, you just put on a show, and you have a night, you know? Try to impress him with all your knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Cars and... Uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's just like it, it ends up... You, you just know that it's not going anywhere for whatever reason. There's no emotional connection, but there's a physical one. So right. you're like, okay, I'll pretend to be some high roller shooter. Do you wear the Corvette gloves on that date too? I never wear the Corvette gloves in front of anybody. <laughs> yeah. What about the jacket though? Never. The jacket. Never. Anybody. That's the for me. It's the a hat? me thing. Only a me thing. What about the hat? No. The snapback. The Corvette no. snapback. No. no. Are you okay. sure? Okay. Maura's trying to convince me to grow my chest hair out and get it as bushy as possible. <laughs> Just so funny. The stuff we talk about when the mics aren't yeah. on in this room. I sometimes feel that Mora is like trying to sabotage what no. little look I have no, going for me. No. She's always like, oh, undo a few more buttons. And yes. then I do it, and you look at me and you're like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> you have the worst well, tips for me. And by the way, I don't shave my chest down to the wood. I have like, I trim it back a you bit. You trim it back. So the hair in like is about where I like it now. Mm-hmm. And Show when, me. Uh, that's like my yeah, chest hair. Yeah, I'd go with more. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would. No. <laughs> See, and, and it's, it's no? running at about like, a, I'd say a centimeter and a bit yeah, in that's length. Good. That's good. Enough to see the shadowing and the fact that I'm a man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but all- not enough that, you know, people's hands are going to get caught up in there. You don't want to look like Austin Powers. No, no, Maura no. wants that. No, you do, I though. I don't want you the do. Austin Powers chest hair is like a joke. Yeah, but you... I'm talking about a like nice... full bush on the chest is nice what you want to see. A nice rug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're you're so in the minority with I that. I don't think you're so. You're so in the minority. Let us know what you think about a nice rugged chest hair to run those fingers through. <laughs> yeah. 1-800-953-2464. Bundus, you take it down? I trim it down. I, I like I like to have a little bit of chest. Let's see, what are you rocking over there? I just, just trimmed mine. Mine's pretty light. Oh right now. boy! Oh, that's like a you're that's using like a like baby's a, bum. <laughs> got a five o'clock shadow on that chest. <laughs> oh, there. Uh, by the way, Meg just weighed in. Yeah. I love a man with chest hair. Very manly. I hate a smooth baby chest. Hundred percent. Yeah, but uh, no agree. one's saying smooth baby chest. Just saying, like, keep it in check there a little bit. There was a time, bit. I think it was like the Baywatch era, when that smooth chest was, like, getting ridiculous. Uh-huh. Now, I feel like we're circling back to that lumberjack uh, kind of yeah. look. Says the person who's married to the lumberjackiest <laughs> guy in the world. If you follow more on Instagram, at Maura Grierson, and you see any of the videos of her husband, I mean, he's like a giant bear. Yeah. He's got a massive beard. 
Don't like you want to run like, your fingers through that chest hair? Uh, no. Yes, I, I see that do. and I just think of things that could get caught in there. <laughs> like what? It feels unclean to me. I don't know why. There's no reason why it should. Yeah. But have you ever, what happens to you when you grow that chest hair? You know in? what the biggest problem I have is I like to use a little uh, body lotion. And uh, <laughs> when I have a lot of chest hair, it's harder to work into my skin. So <laughs> when I'm pumping out the jergens and I'm lathering up. Yeah. The more hair I have, yeah. the more it gets in the way it gets of the hair. It's matted. all like matted and white and doesn't look good. It'll soak in eventually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I like I like to just eat and same with sunblock. Yeah. You know, I like to be able to just get it in there quick and not have to penetrate an inch <laughs> thick full of hair. You know what I mean? What's going on, Scott? I'm kind of a hairy guy per se Mm -hmm. i'm kind of self-conscious about that but yeah yeah, my wife's like i like the beard i like the chest hair so i'm like all right you don't uh, trim it back a little bit no i've never trimmed it before so how does that work with the body lotion i don't use body lotion (laughs) okay because you're a real man right i get it i guess so yeah yeah. (laughs) I, i like to be i like to be rugged hey thanks scott yeah, have a great day. There was a time where I shaved right down, not with a, a blade, but with as close as I could go with the clippers. And it was a request by my wife. Yes. And if she wants to see what is under there, I was going to give her a chance to see. <laughs> and? and I did it. And uh, I don't know. She doesn't like have her. I think she just wanted to feel like she was with someone different. Once. Oh, <laughs> it's like asking your wife to dye her hair a different color. Yeah, or, or just wear a wig. <laughs> Here's another one for like half an hour from the six one three. Yeah, chest hair all the way. Okay, it's a landslide right now. I'm telling you, no uh, one's disagreeing that chest hair is good. It's just the amount of chest hair yeah. you want is a little oh. frightening. Mora wants like full as long as it can go. Well, here's one more from the five one nine. Yeah, I have to agree with Mora. Sometimes trimming looks a little too purposely landscaped. We might as well cr- cut some crop circles in there while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What does your lover want for Valentine's Day? I know what you want. Oh, yeah? You know what she wants? Oh, boy. She wants a big old slice Mm. of Mm. Tucker. Tucker pie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, you thought pecan pie was sweet? You haven't tried the Tucker pie. Do you put a scoop of ice cream on top of that pie? No, it'd melt too quick. I'm so hot. It's served hot, yeah. <laughs> well, find out if you're right. Okay. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee that's not what you want. But, you it know. is a big but slice of Tucker pie. Yeah. I mean, how did you know? So here's what the number one thing women want for Valentine's Day and the number one thing guys want for Valentine's Day. Okay. Okay. Interestingly enough, the top three things are number three, flowers. Number two, card. Which I don't get. Who cares about a card? Oh, no. That's the most important part. I find that so lame. Oh, here's some words someone no. else said. You're you know? doing it wrong, Mora. What? You write your own message in oh! the card in addition to all the cheesy stuff that someone else wrote for you. Stupid card. That's the key. Make your own card. Yeah, I do sometimes. Oh. Okay, that's better. Not with crayons. <laughs> with a computer. And the number one thing women want for Valentine's Day? Uh, chocolate. Oh, cliche. See, for me, I, I'm in for like the massage or the spa day. That came in at number five. Guys, completely different. Yeah, I bet I can figure <laughs> it out. You want to play that romantic women yeah. uh, music again? Oh, yeah. Oh, what a guy's one. That's all we want ever for any gift. 
Just, you know that thing you only pull out on your birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say that it move? every special occasion. That's it. <laughs> well, you don't think I don't want that on, on a special occasion? I'll have that too. Well, Thank you very much. for it. I'm just telling you, guys are pretty easy. Deb's like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, you know what I want. <laughs> yeah. And is she on board? Usually. <laughs> play along. So the top three things guys want, yeah. electronics, yeah. booze, and sexual favors. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. If I were to ask you this question, who's the hottest guy in the world, the most handsome, when you use a scientific formula <laughs> to figure it out? Oh, one of these. Have you guys heard of the golden ratio? Yeah, you know, it's all about, um, like, a perfect symmetrical face. That's what it's all about. Is that way, does that sound right to you, uh, Bundes? That's not what the golden ratio is. Yes, it well, is. To, you're, you're right in one sense, but the golden ratio is the mathematical formula that creates all living things. It's a sequence of numbers. Yeah. There's the music. Uh, based on the Fibonacci sequence. and every- Fibonacci! <laughs> when you look up at a galaxy, like, and you see those stars and how everything spirals out from the middle and it gets wider and wider yes. to the way your, your, uh-huh. your body grows. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a ratio principle that balances everything. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay, dear. Sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> Yeah, I was getting uh Fabinucci. <laughs> I'd like to order the Fabinucci, please. Oh, which shape is that for pasta? Is that the one that looks like a bow tie? No, that's farfalli. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Fabinucci the is Fabinucci, a different noodle. Yeah. It's like rigatoni, just smaller. Just smaller, yeah. yeah okay. Mm. Well, I don't know if who's right here. You're probably right, Bundes. But anyway. <laughs> Somebody used the golden ratio to rate celebrities on just how scientifically perfect they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the top 10. At number 10, you got Ryan Gosling. Oh, now he should be at number one. Well, he's not even, uh, no, no. That face is so beautiful. There isn't a bad name on this list, by the way. Oh, okay. Kanye West is number nine. Lovely face. Idris Elba, number eight. Ooh, Stringer Bell. The guy that I would want to be reincarnated as if I could choose anybody to come back as, mm-hmm. David Beckham, is number seven on this list. Beautiful Hugh Jackman, man. number six. Yeah. George Clooney at five. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't it crazy? All these people are still there. I know. Decades later. I know. You know, Brad Pitt, number four. Yeah, he's perfect. Bradley Cooper, <laughs> number three. Uh-huh. Uh, Superman, Henry Cavill, he's number two. As we get down to number two, Henry Cavill has that perfect face, you know? You think symmetrically and everything? Just everything's in the right place. I don't think he's the most attractive, but he definitely has that perfect symmetrical face, yeah. Okay, well, we have uh, somebody here. The hottest human in the world? The most handsome man in the world, according to science. You knew him as Edward Cullen in the Twilight series. He's the one and only Robert Pattinson. Another beautiful face. Although I do feel he looks like a bird sometimes. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, he's got a bit of a bird face. Uh. (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the nose. I'm looking at a picture Uh, here. Well, what? I mean, look, he's He's way better looking than I am. Falcon face. He's got a little bit of the falcon going on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, still. You'd let Very, him peck away at you, oh, wouldn't you? Oh, yes. I will be his worm 
to <laughs> feed to his baby chicks. <laughs> what? You don't want to be the worm. I'll be the worm. You want to be the nest he sits in. Oh, wow. what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's the neck I find sometimes yeah. that gives the bird thing. It's like when the neck is a bit broader than normal. I swear to you, I'm looking at a picture <laughs> and he looks like he is a falcon yes. ready to pounce on like an unsuspecting yes. bunny rabbit. I'm telling you. Come look at this picture and you tell me. I know exactly. I wish I could just like send this out. I don't know well, how I would do that. Take but a picture. Yes. Yeah. Falcon. Falcon. Right there. It's the eyes too, eh? Yes. That focus he has in it. You know what it is? It's the eyebrows. When eyebrows angle oh, yeah. downwards in the middle. And Falcon. upwards. <laughs> Falcon face. Full Falcon face. Listen, I would kill no. for a Falcon yes. face. I would trade faces with somebody who looked like that any day of any the week. Day. Any I'd be day. happy to be compared to a Falcon instead of a tennis ball. <laughs> a tennis ball? I got like tennis ball head. What is that? Perfectly round? Just round, <laughs> dorky looking with like barely any hair Just on it. Peach fuzz. Little fuzz. Yeah. Little fuzz. So I'm certainly one to talk. I consider myself to be a pretty proud Canadian. Oh, Canada. I don't know, a little acapella version of Oh, Canada. That's how Canadian I am. I'll listen to all kinds of versions of this song. Oh, it's an outdated version. Okay, so here's the thing. If you consider yourself to be a proud Canadian, it's time to boycott Madonna. So what did she do? She's insulted us. She's insulted the British monarchy. And it's all because she posted on her Instagram that she would like to offer up her two-bedroom apartment overlooking Central Park in New York City to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry so they don't have to live in Canada. Don't run off to Canada. It's so boring there. I'll, I'll let them sublet my apartment in Central Park West. It's a two-bedroom. It's got the best view of Manhattan. Incredible balcony. I think that's be it. Now, to get the visual of this, she's uh, basically in front of a dressing mirror, like mm-hmm. getting makeup or hair done, mm-hmm. I assume before one of these shows that she's been showing up super late to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Buckingham Palace has got nothing on CPW. She was better, that's for sure. Yeah. Yours is better. That's for sure, Madonna. So snobby. Oh my God! Doesn't it sound like the worst? Central Park West of Hotman. Oh, she didn't say that though. She said CPW. Oh, excuse me. No, Buckingham Palace has got nothing on CPW. The view is better, that's for sure. The view is better, that's for sure, says her Like, you wonder how these people become just, like, parodies of humans. It's because they're surrounded by people like that guy who's in the background in that video doing her hair or makeup, whatever Mm -hmm. he's doing. Mm -hmm. And he's just right in there with, oh, you're so funny and right, Madonna. The view is way better at your two-bedroom apartment. That's his his boss, essentially. I know, but how tiring would that be to be surrounded by people that were constantly just sucking up to you? Yeah. That you you turn into this, what she's turned into. Uh Uh-huh. Because she doesn't have enough real people in her life to keep her grounded. I would hate that because I love when a friend's like, hey, don't, Wear that jacket. That looks terrible. Yeah. You know, when they can be honest with you about something, hey, don't do that. Or how about, I wouldn't post that video, Madonna. It's going to make it seem like you're a giant a-hole. Yes. 
You know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to stay in touch, and she is, like, she's holding on way too tight to trying to be relatable to young people. 20-year-olds don't care about Madonna, and she's still trying to make music for them instead of growing with the audience that she's always had as they age. We just got a text, one 800 from Tegan. She says, boo, at Madonna. Don't run off to Canada. It's so boring there. She says, Central Park has nothing on the Rockies, which is probably true. Yeah, but they got mountains, too. Not in Central Park. Not in Central Park. Oh, wait, do we even know where they're living now? Have they picked a place? I thought they were picking Vancouver Island. What, they were vacationing in Vancouver no, Island? Think, Did you think they pick it? I think they really like it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be beautiful. Well, of course. You don't have to work or do anything. Have you heard that Kate Middleton's profile is like shot through the roof now? Like they're saying that she's definitely following in the footsteps of Diana with her work with uh, children. Oh, her, really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. That they're throwing that out there. And that she's a style icon. Like her profile has shot through the roof since Meghan Markle oh. and Prince Harry have decided to leave. Maybe they'll stay at Madonna's place when they're in New York. I don't think they're invited. <laughs> don't run off to Canada. Nikki says Madonna sucks. There you go. <laughs> Boycott Madonna. It won't be hard these days. Trust me. You heard any of her new music. Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to be married to Mora? Ooh, I got a little taste of what that'd be like. <laughs> what are you Last talking? night. That <laughs> sounds so sexual. I uh, No, it, it wasn't sexual at all. No. By any means. But I was a little glimpse into what it must be like to be with you. What do you mean by that? Well, or maybe it's just the way you've been uh, rolling lately. Mm-hmm. That uh, it just suddenly became kind of apparent to me last night. What? That Mora is used to getting her way. What? And when she doesn't get her way, <laughs> she doesn't like you very much. Oh, give me a break. You know what I'm talking about now? The cab ride. Yeah, the cab ride. Mora and I were out for dinner last night, mm-hmm. and we split a cab ride home. Mm-hmm. And so there were two options, because uh, we were going to you know, both get dropped off. One is that we had to go a little further east than Mora's place. And then they'd have to go back, back to drop her track, off. Yes. Or I would have to go further south and backtrack further north to get back to my place. So mm-hmm. I actually checked it out. It was about equal distance out of the way. For, but the cab driver decided that he wanted to stay north and drop me off first. I wonder why. And Mora why. was not liking it very much I at all. I wonder why. She he... almost got out of the car yeah. in a rage <laughs> by about, like, before we Just... even got to my drop-off point. She was going to walk for, like, 20 minutes instead of spending five more minutes in the cab because she was so upset Let about not getting her way. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have split many many an Uber and many a taxi with Tucker. Yeah. Never once has a guy wanted to drive further east before coming back, backtracking back into you the core to get because he wanted to increase the fare, well, buddy. I know, you know and what you it was? Were on board with we've it? never we've never shared a cab where we started that far north. We're always downtown, so it makes sense to drop you off. But this time it was a real 50-50. Nah. And the driver made the call, and I was loving it because you were getting so mad in the car. <laughs> so, like she literally is like, Let me out here. I'm gonna walk. Yeah. We're right by Regent Park. It's you know, ten o'clock at night. She's like, I know everybody around here, just let me out. Yes. I don't want to go past the DVP. I was like, <laughs> 
you were you like, were throwing a bit of a tantrum in two, the car. Two blocks away from my place. I'm like, why yeah. are we going? Because we were two blocks away from my place. No. And so they he had to pick one or the other. And I'll tell you something. Mora is married to a guy who would always give her her way, I think. I, I think, think that's what it comes down to. And I was gentleman thing to do would have been uh, to drop the lovely lady off first. Yeah. Instead, I know, but I, I was having so much fun oh. watching you knock at your way that I was, like, sticking to the plan. Yeah, you and the cabbie. I couldn't believe I thought the cab driver was joking. Yeah, he was like, there's two votes. Two votes to one. <laughs> We're going to, to that Logan first or whatever. <laughs> I was like, yes, like, yes, I win, finally. Little did he know, I I was holding a cab chit, and I was the one who was going to give him a tip, and I was almost yeah. going to bring it up. Oh, this is going to affect the tip, buddy. <laughs> it was a pretty great moment for me. I'm, I'm sure you were reveling in it. <laughs> I was. I was like, I should have let you out. And then I would have texted you when I was home. I'm like, home, where are you? You'd be like, walking. <laughs> it's literally like a five-minute drive max from where I jumped I out. I just think you were upset because I was able to make a fool of you at the restaurant. Yeah, that's true. He got to the restaurant before I was there, and I told him that the reservation was under the name Jabroni. <laughs> Which, by the way, it wasn't. Yeah. It was under Mora. Yeah, that he... became painfully clear when they uh, gave me that weird look when I said that. Uh, yeah, we're here, table for four, six o'clock. And they're like, under what name? I'm like, I was told it was under the name Jabroni. <laughs> Yeah. Burn. Well, who got the final burn in there? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> How does a get together with a few friends when your parents are away turn into a rager, open house, <laughs> yeah. place getting trashed? So how does this start, Bundes? How old are you, and uh, how long were your parents gone? All right, I'm. I think I'm 17. I just turned 17. Yeah. And my parents go away for the night. I had no intention of throwing a party. Oh, okay. Still to this day, my parents don't believe me, but I honestly had no intention of throwing a party. I just invited a few guy friends and a few girlfriends over to have a little get together because my parents are away. I thought how many? Yeah. How many? I was thinking like 10, 15 tops, okay. just like relatively close. manageable size. Yes. Of course, as soon as I mentioned to this group of people, hey, why don't you guys come over? We'll hang out for the night. They put it in their status. Party at Bundes's. Party at Bundes's. Oh, Party at Bundes's. yeah. Come on in, everybody. Who do we have here? Hey, I didn't know you were coming, but come on in. Join the party. Oh, oh wait, no. there's five more people behind them. Come on in. It's so gone. what are you doing? Like, are you freaking out? I am freaking out. I'm, I've... I've I've kept everybody outside of the house. It's a backyard party. It's in the summertime, so I'm oh, keeping everybody okay. outside. But still, so like, now like, your neighbors are disturbed. I can't even enjoy myself because I'm just trying to watch the house the whole time and oh, make sure nobody's in okay. there. And of yeah. course, people. But are, you don't tell them to leave. Not yet. No. Okay. My brother and, and younger sister are both at home as well, and they're like, what tw- the hell? Twelve and fourteen at oh, the time. Oh my god! Bundes. Bundes. <laughs> you are a bad influence. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> they, so you're the babysitter in all this yes oh this geez. is not, this is not supposed to happen but yeah. thankfully they they had the fortitude to call my parents oh they did uh, they ratted you out they ratted me out before this happens though yeah. so now you have 200 people in your backyard or and around the yard, house and then trying to like some are going in and out of the house locking themselves in the washrooms doing 
thing god knows right. why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and i'm just trying to like keep control of it my brother you're tells panicking me, i'm panicking because now my brother has told me that he called our parents and said that they should probably come home right oh yes. so now all of a sudden it's like you got it the clock is ticking clock is- <laughs> and there's like complete chaos oh boy <laughs> what is happening what, what were you seeing <laughs> what kind of chaos was there it was just a sea of people oh, drinking, no. throwing bottles. A, a window on the side of my house was cracked oh. and kicked open. Like, hey! Hey! Some kind of party, Marcus! Having a great time! So it gets to the point where, like, I cannot get rid of these people. Damn. And I remember standing on, like, the porch in the backyard, leaning my head against the glass, um, the glass sliding door, and thinking, like, I'm going to die. My, right. my dad is going to kill me. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then at that moment, as I'm thinking, all the lights go out. It goes pitch black, and everyone goes silent. And all you hear is this old, angry man going, everybody get the F out of my house. And this kid right here is grounded for the rest of his effing life. Oh, yeah! <laughs> And I'm mortified. (laughs) (laughs) I'm absolutely mortified. Oh yeah. He sounds pretty cool in that instance. So this is what he does after. He he gets everybody to go out to the front, and now you yeah. have a sea of people covering the street. Cabs are all coming, and then he makes me pick up every single gar- piece of garbage in front of everybody. He just walks behind me uh, and yeah. points to this piece, pick that up, pick that up, pick that up. Oh, it, it was yeah. horrible. Where were Love your it. friends when that was happening? I, they tried to help me, and my dad said no, and he sent them away. He wanted me to do it all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about parties you were at or hosted that turned out of control. Yeah. Jen, what's your story? Yeah, my brother had a big party when we all went away when we were teenagers, and everything was soaked in beer. There was beer caps in the dog bowl, and all my mom's knives were burnt on the tips from everybody's uh, blades. Hot knives. Oh, what's that? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what? Knife I, I, tips burnt? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I wonder about in this day and age? If that can even happen, because there's no such thing as those old stoves that have the elements with like the yes, space are. between the coils. People have the It's all coils. glass top. I mean, I guess if you have a gas range, you could probably People get away with that. Coil. It's they? funny. I remember yeah. my mom discovering knives like that in my apartment in Montreal. <laughs> She's like, oh, these knives yeah. are all burnt up. Interesting. <laughs> my mom was so confused. That's great. <laughs> Well, thanks a lot for the story. Really appreciate it. No problem. I guess you could also put the knives in the oven part. Touch the element I'm there. sure there's a lot of things you could do <laughs> to get those knives nice and hot. <laughs> you know, I would say rarely was that an enjoyable experience, though. That's a harsh way yes. to experiment. You know what it I mean? Is. Like, among the harshest yeah. of ways. And you look like up. an idiot. Oh, yeah. You burn your mouth. Yeah. There's, like, so many things that could go wrong. <laughs> But for some reason, it was something that people did. And it's like your nice silverware always. Oh, is this expensive stuff? Yep. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Kristen, tell us about the uh, party you were at that went out of control. When I was in high school, when our parents would go to weddings that we weren't invited to, we'd all have a party. And so this particular evening, uh, my parents were going to a wedding. They're also teachers in different schools in the area. So what happened was, there was probably like 300 kids ended up showing up to this party. 
And they ended up coming home early from the wedding Uh at like 1130 (laughs) when the garage door opened. It was like the great exodus and kids were climbing over fences, Uh. running through other people's backyards. But because they're teachers, they know everyone's name. (laughs) I see you, Richard Stevens. I see you. Exactly. So no one wanted to be identified. So everyone ran like crazy. Wow. And I guess the only bright side of the whole story is my parents ended up with a large um, liquor supply after the party. Oh, because everyone left it behind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nice. It's like a stock the bar party. The only downside would be it'd be like high school booze. A lot of Goldschlager. Southern Comfort, (laughs) Peach Snaps, all the things to this day I can't drink. (laughs) Since like high school. A lot of Mike's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing I would say though is everyone who showed up, nobody damaged anything. I remember being at this party in high school and I didn't really know the guy, but it was like an open house party, they called them. People were kicking holes in the drywall. What? Her mother's, oh, no. his mother's jewelry got stolen. Like, no. it was just, it was so unfortunate. I had an ex who had a party that got out of control, and somebody went into his sister's room and stole all her bras. Serial killer in the making. Yeah, yeah. Eh? Didn't, didn't leave one bra behind. Not one. Not, not even one. like that ugly one. <laughs> the grandma, the grandma one. bra. <laughs> no. I'm sure if uh, something went missing or damaged, I would have gotten a lot of trouble. But for some reason, when the great exodus happened, they just laughed and we never talked about it again. Wow. So man. Yeah, I was really lucky. You're lucky. But you got you had the yeah. cool parents. You had the cool parents. <laughs> I guess. You know what? They were cool. Thanks Anyways, for listening to yeah. the show. We really appreciate it. All right, ciao. Don't be surprised if your partner says they want to be in an open relationship. Hmm. This is oh. <laughs> This is gonna be uh. way more common. Do you okay? have somebody in mind? <laughs> I wonder if I could handle that. Like, yeah. I think I could, selfishly, I think I could have a relationship with another woman mm-hmm. that was only sexual and not uh, emotionally connected. connected. Yeah. Sure. And I think I could probably balance both. I don't know if I could imagine my wife being with somebody else. It's the other, when you flip it the yeah, other way. Yeah, that's always the issue. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example um, of how some people handle it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on that sailboat in the Caribbean. Yeah. And there was a captain of the ship guy who's hired for the whole uh, winter season. So yeah. for six months, he's away from his girlfriend. Okay. And they have just an understanding that what happens on the road stays on the road, mm-hmm. and they don't talk about it with each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so she could be with some guy right now. He's like, yeah, but I don't want to know. Right. Because it would like hurt me to find that out. Huh. But we're each allowed to do whatever. Well, it's interesting. When I was dating that cruise ship guy, that guy who was working on the cruise ship, he was going away for six months, and I'm like, go experience life. I wouldn't want him to hold back on anything. Yeah. How did that end out, uh, up again? He dumped me yeah, for somebody okay. else. <laughs> he, met, yeah. he met somebody on the boat, fell in love. Uh, you know, I think for, <laughs> for, for some people, an open marriage, though, I, or relationship, period, I think it's like a last ditch to stay together. Yeah, but that's not always the case. I have friends who are in an open relationship, and it works really, really well for them. I want to talk to somebody. If you're listening right now, and you're in an open relationship, mm-hmm. I want to know how it works. How does it work? Tell or do you not tell? Yeah. Like, what, yep. what are the rules you follow, yeah. for example? Rules of engagement. 
engagement. No judgment. And by the way, this is the future, okay? So 56% of people want monogamy, but 32% want to be in an open relationship, and 12% just aren't sure, which means their spouse is probably sitting right there while they were filling out the survey, yeah. right? Oh, oh, I don't, I don't know what I, I'd want. I'll just Beautiful put, woman throws herself at me. I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it like to be in an open relationship? And what is the giveaway... When you're hooking up with someone, that they would be up for it and you could figure it out with just one hookup? We got the answers for you now. Uh, We had a chance to speak to a guy who wanted to remain anonymous. So we've pitched his voice to alter it so so you can't be identified. But this is his insight. I've been in probably six or seven open relationships over the years. What I'll say, statistically speaking, A, most of them fall apart unless you're on the exact same page and have, you have to be a little bit dysfunctional sexually. And I know that's bad, but like you have, you have to be a little bit off. There's got to be some underlying daddy issue. There's got to be something way far back that makes it click and you're able to separate sex from emotions. Not many people can. The second thing, what I will say is that almost every single woman that I've brought in via whatever channels, Every single one of them, probably 95% have been wearing pink underwear the first night. And it's something I started keeping track of after like 10 in a row. And there's something about pink underwear and women that are willing to do it. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's like that. But they tend to lean that way. I don't know what it is about that color. But pink underwear, specifically thongs, is almost every single time the first time I've met with them, that's, that's what they're wearing. And I, I, I have a mental chart of it, and it's quite nice. Last thing, you have to be a good salesman because it, because the thing is, is the first time you'll know within the first two minutes if this is going to work or not because as soon as you start doing your thing, it just falls apart in a real hurry. Uh, you also have to be attractive, and you, you need to make a deal. And one of the deals that I have is I think Maura should give me her phone number so I can tell her more details about it because I'm six foot one. I have a good job. I'm separated. I'm a good dad. I have two little kids, and I want to take her out for coffee. I don't know about it or if her husband would be on board with that, but you know. She's married? Maura's married and has a kid. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I listened to you guys like in and out, and long story short, I didn't know that she was married, so that's highly inappropriate. That's not, not, not really. Not really no. I, think, I think Maura was blushing there, so don't worry about it. Not inappropriate at all. Hey, we really appreciate you sharing your stories with us. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Wow. Hmm? He knows. Or are you wearing pink underwear? No. <laughs> I mean, come on. The pink underwear, well, look. please. He's got a sample. No, he's got no. a statistical sample Statistical there. sample. You know, he's got the experience. I... Who am I to say he's wrong? I've never been in an open relationship ever. I'm inclined to believe him because, as you guys remember, I had my theory about cigarettes, the type of cigarettes that you smoke, determine how promiscuous you are. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the cigarette that made you the most uh, promiscuous? Belmont. Belmont. <laughs> Give me a break. That was so funny. Oh, what, if, what happens if you're smoking Belmonts and wearing a pink thong? Woo! Well, Double whammy. I guess so. I guess so. It's Tucker and Mora. They say open relationships are going to become much more common in the not-too-distant future. In fact, a third of people are now open to the idea. 
talked to a guy who said that in his experience with open relationships, and he's had multiple, is that the women tend to have some underlying issues that uh, <laughs> they will most likely be wearing pink thongs on the yes. first night you hook up with them. Yeah. And uh, that was his experience. And now we got another guy who wants to share his experience. And what exactly did you want to say? I just want to say that I don't think we have to have daddy issues to to be in an open relationship. My wife and I were together for 15 years before we opened our relationship, and I think a lot of it's about healthy communication and just being really honest with each other. That was an interesting comment he had. Our our ears perked up a little bit at that point, too. (laughs) But I mean, look, this guy's been in five or six, so he has his experience, you have yours, and yours is telling you that, you know, that you can have an open relationship if you just have good communication. So I've done a lot of research into open relationships over the years. And when you say research, Um, you're not talking about library work, right? This is like practical experience? (laughs) A little of both. I've been out on several dates with different women, and um, for women it's a lot easier. So my wife's been out with several men. Um, so you can't have that jealousy aspect in that area because obviously women are going to have an easier time finding guys that are willing to go out with them. How do you get over the jealousy? It's always there, but again, being really open and communicative with your partner is the the key aspect of the whole thing. So what are the rules you guys have about if she wants to hook up with a guy? Does she have to tell you who the guy is and where it's happening and when it's happening? So the difference between probably what that other fellow was talking about and our relationship would be the fact that I think there's more emotional connections when my wife and I meet people. We're willing to date for a while. It's not just about hooking up with other people while we're in a relationship. It's about having other relationships outside your primary relationship. So if you're going on a date with somebody, do you tell her in advance? Yeah, she'll know that I'm going out on a date. Would you say it's enriched your relationship or given you guys more grief? I I know that this was always a piece of of who I was. When I look back, we had some relationships, um, friendships that she and I experimented with um, together in the past. So I think that our relationship probably would have made it through, but it would have been about suppressing parts of who we are, and I don't think that's that's a good aspect of any relationship. Well, look, we really appreciate you giving us insight into your world. Thank you so much for being so open. Yeah, no worries. And if you, I mean... Polyamorous is, is the term for the, the relationships that are more into the emotional aspect rather than being like a swinger or just an open relationship. Mm. Right. So you consider yourself to be polyamorous then? Yeah, I would say we're more poly than anything, yeah. And do you want to ask me out for coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly below the six foot mark, so I don't know if I'm... Oh, yeah, forget it then. <laughs> more only dates guys who are like 6'3 and taller <laughs> and have giant beards. <laughs> Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.